0: Okay, hi Dumpster Divas. We are back with another episode of Dumpster Dive with me, Tom Hamlet, and uh, I got Kix here. Hello. And, uh, you know, we're here to talk all things Bravo today, which is exciting. Yes,
1: a full Bravo app with a lot of Bravo things to cover.
0: Yes. And, uh, before we jump into that, I just want to remind everyone, uh, to rate, review, subscribe to Dumpster Dive on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere podcasts are heard. I know we've gotten some new listeners lately, which is super exciting. And, uh, welcome if this is your first episode and we got an exciting guest today.
1: Yes. Welcome, um, to your ears and eyes and all those things i don't (laughs) know
0: (laughs) well we we have uh mandy slutsker of is this real life podcast Uh, you can follow her at uh, itrl underscore podcast on instagram uh is this real life is just a podcast about all things bravo just like we are here it just kind of tries to bring in quirky aspects of life and connect them back into the shows we love on bravo and uh mandy hi
2: hi thank you for that lovely intro oh my
0: god was it nice,
2: <laughs> was <so> nice. <laughs> i like to hear that you guys should record my intro for me <laughs> happy
0: too yes. I, I have a fee <laughs> no i'm kidding oh okay <laughs> I, I pay girl i pay oh great love to hear it well welcome hi we were talking a little bit before this, and we won't go into all this, but um, we are just getting to know each other. And we were like, so where do you live? And Manny was like, D.C. And then the... Got it. <laughs> 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 um,
3: yeah. Yes.
0: No, no, but once again, like we said earlier, we're happy you're safe. And we're happy to have this... You know, I love... I've been looking forward to this recording today. We recorded yesterday as well with a good friend of ours. And I don't know about you, but I just love this like environment where we get to just kind of take our minds off of anything that might be happening outside of this podcast recording. While those things still matter, obviously it's just nice to have, you know, an hour and a half just to talk about, you know, Bravo and the things you love. And and I love that Bravo brings people together, especially in the podcast form. Um, and we can have a seamless hour and a half dialogue about something when we just met, you know?
1: Yeah. It's nice oh, that like I we can it. bring some stupid shit to your ears and hopefully you get a laugh out of this ratchet week. Yeah. <laughs> oh
2: my God. I mean, so like, you know, yesterday was obviously extremely stressful and very scary um, and very, very close to home. And I, you know, do a lot of work in and around the capital, but, um, you know I was able to eventually you know pop a clonopin. <laughs> <laughs> what yes. I want one <laughs> <laughs> and, and watch some Salt Lake City yes and it was the only thing that could have caught Yeah. it
0: was down. the highlight to my day yesterday also like
1: the episode I mean we'll get into it of course in wait, our segment, I, shouldn't but say, wait
0: I shouldn't say that was the highlight of my day no, the no, highlight no. of my day was uh, Warnack and Osof winning in Georgia let's
1: say that first I feel yes. like we're letting that get <laughs> yeah. washed
0: over and when Wednesday's news. Yes, you're so right. I mean,
1: the thing that no one actually thought, honestly, I didn't think would actually happen. I know, me neither. (laughs) Happened. And then it got, um, the news got taken away from us by domestic terrorists. But anyways, so yes.
0: (laughs) Drink every time we say domestic terrorists on this episode of Dumpster Dive.
2: like, what's with dressing like a bear? Okay. Like, what does that have to do with It's like knock off,
1: knock off Coachella or some like I was white thinking nonsense. Like Duck Dynasty. Yeah, it,
0: you can see them from a mile away because they're just like one-toothed wonders that are like walking like around the like. <laughs>
1: Not one, like three Like they look like Yetis. Like on everyone.
0: Yeah, I'm yeah. like, yeah, of course these are the people that went. You know.
1: My concern, yeah. I know we're talking about the thing we weren't going to talk about. <laughs> My concern is that there is like COVID every inch of that fucking building i know um, i know it, it's so bad they need and to just were, like just go in their hazmat suits and just lie saw sh- sh-
2: <laughs> everywhere I know, but, and there's had, definitely gonna be and, some ramifications from yeah them, but The thing that not enough people are talking about is that as they were storming the Capitol, they were playing YMCA, which I believe is a song about gay sex at a gym. And I just... The irony is not... (laughs) Wait, my jaw
0: is... Why did I not know... I obviously know about the gay sex. I'm saying, why did I not know (laughs) that that's what they were playing?
2: They always play YMCA at Trump's rallies, apparently. Right.
0: It's probably one of the
1: only songs that, like, the um, artists... Village The village... Well, yeah, they won't, like... Come at him for no, no,
0: no. Suppo- I heard at one point that the village people were upset, but I think there is a village person that is a Trump
1: supporter. <laughs> <Not> a village <laughs> person.
0: <laughs> I mean, what a village?
1: No, you're right. A village I worker
0: because they're all workers, or just a
1: member of the village people. <laughs> Wait,
0: what are they? We have the Fire. really scary uh, mm. appropriation of Native Americans. Yes. Yes. The, which is not a job. No. But, yeah, they get to be involved in that. It's a fireman? A policeman. Someone's in a
1: yellow... Oh, a construction...
0: Yeah. There's five, isn't there? I have no idea.
1: There's
2: definitely five, but I could never tell you what they're wearing.
0: I think I'm just now putting together how offensive it is that next to the fireman and the construction worker is a Native American.
1: You're just now? Yeah.
0: (laughs) No, no, no. no. I'm like... No, 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 no. I've I've always understood that it was offensive, but now I'm putting together that they, like, all have jobs, but that person's job is being a Native American.
2: Do they all have jobs? Or were they just being crazy? No, I think it's like... You don't think it's, it's like...
1: It, it's like sexy um, Halloween to me. That's yeah. all I can think about is like sexy Halloween when I see village people costumes. But did that
0: exist before them?
1: I I mean, they revolutionar- okay, I it. Guys, revolutionized I it. I have it, I have it, I have it. Okay. okay.
0: We have the job that's not a job that we won't speak of anymore. We have the cowboy. We have the policeman. We have... Well what's the wait. And, and there's an army vet. There's a leather daddy, who knows what that job is or what mm. that is. And then I think we have a and then a construction worker. The the question marks here, yeah. The leather daddy. What is his job? Or what uh, is his like what is his like persona, you know? Sex work. Which is great.
1: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so on the village people, we're gonna start our first segment here yes. at Dumpster Dive.
0: Yeah, so we like to start um <laughs> Uh, After we talk about the Village People, we always like to start (laughs) with uh, a conversation about what got us to where we are with reality television. So what reality TV uh, made you a dumpster diva? And we say dumpster dive and diva in the highest regard, because that's how people view what we love. But... um,
2: Oh, I am with you. Okay, great. When we, when they go low, we go lower. Yes, (laughs) honey. (laughs) So I... Was a late comer to reality TV. Okay. I was in graduate school and my roommates loved watching The Bachelor and Bachelorette. And I just thought it was so dumb. Um, and then <laughs> I got sucked into it after I graduated from grad school because I like finally was able to have a free evening. And it realized it was like something to like drink with your girlfriends and like get into, but I wasn't like that into it mm-hmm. until. The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh, good
0: point. And
2: then from there, I got into Vanderpump Rules. And when I say Mm -hmm. I got into Vanderpump Rules, I was like all in on Vanderpump Rules. My dog is unfortunately named
1: Stassi. (laughs) I love that. So your dog's been canceled. Um <laughs> she
2: is a little white bitch.
1: Okay,
0: great.
2: Great. Um, and quite basic. But um, yeah, no, she's a little westy, like West Highland Terrier. So oh she looks racist, you know? <laughs> <Like> a, little, <laughs> a little white duck. <laughs> no, she's adorable. Um, but I just got so into it from and then from there it just I started watching all the housewives. It but is... some I came to later. Like Jersey,
1: I came to very late.
0: Yeah. Kix yeah. isn't on the Jersey train, at I all was yet. in we will the be beginning.
1: It, so I'm, right. That's fine. I was in the beginning, and then I stopped. Um, I don't even know what season. I, like, have, I'm like. so unbothered by Jersey, but I know that it's people love it.
0: I think it's gotten much better. Don't yeah. you think?
1: No, it de-
2: but I wasn't there when it was bad. Right, 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 I see. You so did you binge it from the watching, beginning? I started watching when Marge came. Got it. And she's fantastic. I love will her. say
1: that Vanderpump Rules I, like kind of got me back into Bravo a little bit. Like okay. I would touch and go with Bravo, like when I was in college. Like I would watch New York, and that was pretty much it. But Vanderpump Rules is the early seasons are so good. They are. They are so. They're smoking cigarettes in their little tiny, like, um, what is it called? <laughs> aprons and in an alleyway, just like yep. literally talking about how Kristen fucked Jax. Like, yep. it's just golden television.
2: I think that alleyway needs to be recreated for
1: the
0: Smithsonian. I one (laughs) thousand percent agree.
1: There is nothing more iconic than that alleyway. Or like move it to Studio City or something. It's like it 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 would be on a studio lot. Like it's just so. Studio
0: City is like in the valley. That's oh, what's it?
1: Where is that? Not where the things are.
0: No, I don't think so. Is it? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Maybe not.
1: I have spent an
2: unusual amount of time studying maps of Los Angeles after getting into these shows because. I'm like, I don't understand why everyone says the valley is so far away. It's literally right next door. Mm-hmm. But I didn't realize that there's this big mountain and you can't get. You
3: can't yeah, just you like go, go around straight. it, right? You can't go through right?
2: it. It's so confusing. And it wasn't until I went to L.A. that I was like, oh, traffic here is so bad. And you're basically just stuck everywhere all the time. So mm-hmm. going from like one neighborhood to like three neighborhoods over is much harder mm-hmm. than where I live.
0: Yeah. So. Same. Wait, so I do, speaking of LA, and I want to circle back though to your original answer because I we haven't like talked Beverly Hills in a long time at all on this podcast because we started it like after Beverly Hills had wrapped, uh, we started this summer. Um. Mm-hmm. So I just want to talk Beverly Hills a little bit with you because yes. what an iconic show in the beginning. I mean, those first two seasons, I think the second season of Beverly Hills is like, something that should get an award like in 20 years and like one of the best like seasons of television of all time. Like it, it created such a phenomenon. Like I feel like it really gave it like rejuvenated the entire franchise of housewives period. Like it made housewives across the board, step up their game. I think on, on storylines, it made the producers step up their game on casting. It just like the, it's every episode. Like I rewatch it like once a year. That's just that season because like it's so dynamic and so much happens. And the Taylor journey is crazy. And like I, I don't know. I, I I'm I'm talking in circles, but like I want to know your thoughts.
2: Yeah. So I started on season four. Okay. Oh, okay. And then just a few months ago, I was like I need to go back. Like I. Wait, you just for the first
0: time of, went back? Yes
2: i have been waiting for a low moment in my life (laughs) what
1: could have possibly possibly happened what happened in 2020 (laughs) that you had so much time
2: and i was like because i know all of most of what happened right Right. like if you've been watching long enough you know the characters you know the overall storylines things Mm -hmm. that have been in the press you know i know about cedric like i didn't know everything but going back and watching it, I think season one Beverly Hills is the best first season we've seen yep. of any franchise.
0: Completely agree.
2: And then I'm, like, halfway through season two right now. It's just delicious. Everything is amazing. They're not overproducing themselves as much anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, It's quite dark. Mm-hmm. But I it's love so dark. That. But see, I that's, that that's what
0: it. my issue is with the show now, is that they... I don't know if it's because they bared too much in the beginning, but like for some reason there's a darkness in Beverly Hills period, like in the place, like the money is very, is such a mystery. Um, I think in everyone's households, like I think there is drama with like the movie industry and in a lot of these households, like there's so much darkness there. And I feel like after they revealed so much, I think, And I think Erica Jane started this, which is why I don't like her. I hundred percent agree. She created this. She created this world where we don't talk about like we we can be feisty when we're defending ourselves, but we don't reveal things about our lives. All we do is show up to parties and look pretty. And it's like that's not why we watch Housewives. And in the beginning, I loved Erica because I thought she was such a breath of fresh air, and she was stunning because she was like innovative about what she was wearing. We'd never seen anything like that before. But like, I think she really did um she she ruined beverly hills
1: i would say she also started like the glam squad she completely did like housewives it's like yes like because she was so elevated and unrelatable these like and people just were like wowed by her i feel like people just like started stepping up their like clothes game hair game
2: face game like all of the things but for me, I always say glam is not a storyline. No, one thousand percent, it's not right. It's, and yeah. so, um, I don't want to see them getting glammed. It's not fun to watch them getting mm-hmm. glammed no. unless they're shit talking with their makeup person. One thousand percent. It's not something, and to see the look, the amount of time that's spent, like showing the look, is <laughs> um, it's overwhelming. But like we said, it's it's dark, so. Thinking back to every time you've seen Mikey and um, them all like create a look for her. Like when they went to Japan, when they went to Germany, that was off of money that was stolen from orphans and widows in Indonesia who (laughs) whose family members died in a plane crash. Like that is as dark as it gets. That is so effing dark.
0: But right. And like that. (laughs)
1: it's really sorry i don't no, mean I'm no no, 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 all no, no i
0: was gonna bring that up too like but
1: cr- what's sorry Tom.
0: no no no. you're fine what's what's frustrating about it though to me a little bit is that like obviously erica wasn't gonna walk around and be like guess who paid for this like dead people <laughs> but what i'm saying is like the storylines in the earlier seasons the darkness just came out organically from yes the, their interactions like kyle revealed kim's alcoholism on camera like that's something that like you can never take back that's something we'll never forget And, like, the drama with Taylor's husband. Like, there's just so much stuff that, like, happened organically in it. With the the Erica and all this stuff, it's like, oh, so you've just been, like, hiding darkness this whole time. Which, like, uh, of course she has.
1: Yeah, it's nothing that we haven't really...
0: I mean, no Mm -hmm. one would have ever known that she was stealing from dead people from a plane crash, obviously. Mm -hmm. But, like...
1: She may not have known that either, to be honest. Do we think? I don't know.
2: Let's hope for the... i don't know if she thinks it directly came from that
1: from that yeah yeah but like it's been pretty clear that there's always been something weird and dark about erica and especially about like her marriage and so now we're unfortunately oh unfortunately for our us and our viewership it is we're seeing that play out in the news and like they're literally in court this week like doing um like hearings and stuff
0: Wait, did you see that today she posted that picture of her and she was like, should I make this my dating profile pic? Today.
2: Read the room, ladies. Let me tell you, these women. And to think that Steph Holman, of all people, was one of the only people that read the room and made a comment on what happened in D.C. Wait,
0: I didn't see that. Did she?
2: In her um, Instagram stories, she had like a picture of people um, at the Capitol, and she was like, "I'm horrified."
1: Meredith Marks also posted on Twitter and then on Instagram. Oh, she said she wasn't going to tweet. She was like Mm -hmm. refraining from tweeting or doing anything like that, which I found really like respectable, just because she's like, "This is so incredibly unimportant to what else is going on in the world right now."
0: Yeah. I think most of the Salt Lake City women have a good head on their oh, shoulders absolutely. politically, yeah. probably. Well. No. So <laughs> Well, oh my God, tell me.
2: In this week, uh, you see Whitney have a scene with her friend Sarah. QAnon mm.
0: Sarah, yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah, I believe that Sarah was originally filmed mm-hmm. to be either a housewife or a friend of and was basically taken out because of her crazy QAnon beliefs. Now, this is something that's on subreddit, but it's, like, everywhere. Right. And then another person said that Whitney is similar, but she basically washed all of her social media no. before. Now, I don't want to <laughs> believe this, and I am not going to believe one comment on subreddit, but she did go to, um, what's that motorcycle rally? Sturgis? No. No with her husband they go every year um that led to like tens of thousands of of
1: deaths that is the most disappointing thing I've heard this hour. And that
0: we'll wrap up our time here on Dumpster Dive. Have a no, great night. No, but she's
1: here. my favorite. She's <laughs> she my favorite, No,
2: Whitney too. is literally, like, is... Whitney is amazing, and I'm not going to change my mind until I have, like, more evidence. Yes. yes. Right? Right. Because I really always liked Monique, and then I had a direct interaction on Twitter with her no. about vaccines. Oh,
0: my God, no, no. Yeah.
2: She, and all I said, it was not even, like, there was an argument going on about whether or not to vaccinate. And all I said was, I really hope you listen to your child's pediatrician. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, when your kid gets an ear infection, God you call the pediatrician. God forbid you listen to a doctor. Right?
1: Yeah. And that wasn't like a controversial else, comment. No,
2: certainly not. I said, well, and vaccinate because yeah. it's called pediatrician. <laughs> best, right? Right, So right, I right. said, like, I hope you listen to your child's pediatrician and vaccinate. And then someone else said something um, like, how can my kids, they can't spread diseases they don't have or something. And then someone, and then she wrote, you can't argue with sheep, babe. What? And I was like, if she thinks I am a sheep.
0: I now, can I think not.
2: She, I'm sure she's a lovely person to her friends. I am sure she is a kind wife and a good mother. But... Um, I really have difficulty with a conspiracy theorist on Bravo. I think it's a step too far. I'm not saying no Trump supporters, no anything like that. I'm saying no conspiracy theorists. And there is a difference. Uh, I agree.
1: Completely. Well,
2: that sucks. <laughs> I know, I know. Were you guys Team Monique or Team Candace? Uh, or Team the Table. Yeah, as Moni says,
0: Team the Table. Like is blowing up because of Team the Table, I feel like. like I know. She uh, she was already like taking off with her with her pod and everything, but I've listened to so many podcasts, like just like when I'm trying to find guests to come on here and everything, and everyone's like, Well, Moni, you know, Team the Table. I'm like, I hear it like constantly. Yeah, yeah
2: that poor table. <laughs> she is amazing. So she she grew up around the dc yes, area yes, mm-hmm. and so she's going to move back soon so i'm really excited Excellent. we're planning a bunch of the folks that live in this area are planning to actually go to the winery in poolsville <gasps> to see the table <laughs>
0: oh my god wait so um chelsea of ono oh bravo doesn't she live in that yes. area too so
2: oh how fun amanda from it's all happening Taria from what else is going on podcast she's amazing yeah um yeah oh, yeah we have so chelsea's fun. coming
0: on in a couple of weeks
2: Oh, my God. Chelsea's amazing. She was on my podcast uh, last week. Yes,
0: I listened to it today.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's so funny. I love her. Yeah. Have you seen her? Um, like, she did a family. Uh, she added herself in Dressed as corn, in the Kemsley's family yes. photo. Yes,
1: I did. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then PK showed up on her um, Instagram Live.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh! How fun.
2: Love it.
0: No, on the po- so we recorded we like recorded an episode. We we did our episodes weird this week, and we recorded an episode yesterday that's coming out on Sunday, and we okay. talked about PK and mm-hmm. Ono Bravo on like what will now be the next episode these people listen yeah. to, but we already <laughs> talked about it yesterday. Oh, we did. A I've never had
2: more of a turnaround on a house husband than I have on PK. Oh, that's Same. why
0: that's We I'm literally saying. said that too. we're, we were going, we're to, going say to say too. that in <laughs> an episode you soon will hear.
2: And <laughs> I always used to say, and this is like so offensive. It's a Yiddish term um, called like I used to think he was a shonda. Which is um, it's like a Jew who brings shame on our people. Um,
0: <laughs> you can tell we weren't Jewish because we both we're literally like,
2: just were like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not us doing the same thing at the it's same time. Like, <laughs> you know, like people would call Jared Kushner a Shonda. Okay, right? got it, got it, got it. I like so, this term. Can
0: I can I use it? I don't think. You oh, can, oh, you could, but it's like
2: it's like specifically Yiddish, like to specifically like these. This person is like so like. Oh like, well, I won't. Use, I won't say that. It's a Shonda, right? Yeah,
0: because I'm. yeah
2: you know you could whatever so but it's a <laughs> calling it's it's a way for Jews to call out other Jews in yeah. a way mm-hmm. Um, but yeah I used to think he was like so shameful <laughs> and then I was like you know what he's not that bad he's actually lovely he's a good husband he's hilarious he's so funny. Like, he's a grifter that takes money from rich people so it doesn't piss me off Yeah, and he was right about Erica
0: he okay, was he yes. talking about PK wait wait so we are like wait we're kind of getting into bra- wait what
1: i was just gonna talk more about pk
0: oh we can do that but then i want to take a break and then jump into our our i
1: just it's to touch on what's happening in the world right now he has been posting pictures of him at at congress being like here's a picture of me in front of congress not causing any like drama not doing anything illegal
0: yeah yeah, it's so funny he posted it yesterday it's like
1: old pictures from like 90s eight like just young pk being like like thumbs up in front of like congress's door
0: (laughs) i i I really love them
1: okay
0: um okay so we're gonna take a quick little break and then we're gonna come back with all of our bravo chat about what's happening uh this week in the bravo world uh with mandy uh talk to you guys in one second okay and we are back hi mandy Hi. Hi. Uh, So uh, we got to talk a lot about Bravo already, but I just wanted to jump into kind of everything that's happening this week in uh, the shows. Um, So we're going to touch on Atlanta, uh, Salt Lake and um, Dallas a little bit uh let's start with dallas because i feel like that's a premiere and we kind of just skate over that we got a lot to talk about today i'm not i'm not like a re i'm not trying to recap like minute by minute let's just like general thoughts on what's to come this season what we thought of the premiere and uh what we think of our new wife uh <gasps> tiffany moon love i'm i'm yeah. loving tiffany it's doctor doctor moon <laughs> me.
2: doctor yeah it's doctor no she seems really interesting mm-hmm.
0: um so we're by, by I, the way we're from dallas by the way
1: what
0: yeah. yes. no
2: way. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay
1: yeah. so yeah we just like grew up outside of dallas knowing that highland park was like it and yeah, that but- was like where everything all the socialites and like rich people and cool malls
0: yeah, we don't have, and we don't have our toe in the uh, society there, so mm-hmm. we don't know like the Simmons or the Westcott name. But what I will say is that I, um, I, I can't. I think it was my ex boyfriend. Because so, so my ex boyfriend, who was from Dallas as well, his best friend is Cameron Westcott's um, makeup artist. She's oh, been yeah. featured on the show a little bit here and there. Says Cameron's wonderful. I love Cameron a lot. I. Don't I don't want to dive into her political views, but for the show, like, I, think I don't she, know if she
2: has any. I think yeah, she I doesn't.
0: But I, I find her so watchable and I love She's her.
2: She's so, so watchable. I was hoping you were going to say, instead of makeup artist, dog trainer.
1: Oh, my God. Because
2: wouldn't that be a wonderful person to get on
1: the podcast? <laughs> that would be incredible. Yes. He but, was cute, too. But I was
0: talking to Adrienne, um, this woman, about kind of like the names in Dallas society cuz she's from Dallas and knows that world a little bit better than me um and she was talking to me. She was like, unbiasedly, like the Westcott name is a name and the Simmons name is not a name. (laughs) Like, like, like I pre working for Cameron or with Cameron, like the Westcott is a name that you've heard in the Highland park world and like the Dallas society world. Um, the Westcott name, I mean the Simmons name, not so much. And then I have a very good friend who, um, Caitlin, shout out to Caitlin, my best friend from high school. She works in event planning and with nonprofits in the Dallas area and she said she'd never heard of Leanne Locken before.
2: <laughs> I mean that that I believe. But with Simmons, I will say that while her name may not be well known, the product Green Magma is very oh, really? well known. Oh really? Okay. Yes. The the product that her mom developed, this like green powder that you mix with water or almond milk or whatever is um just really well-known amongst people who are into nutrition or cancer patients that are trying to like get a ton of, I don't know, good nutrition. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, I definitely have heard of it before. Oh,
0: wow. I didn't, I didn't even realize that. Yeah.
2: I, I it took me like, I don't know how many seasons to put together that that was her product.
0: <laughs> now, had you heard of uh rough night? Good morning.
1: What was it? <laughs> what was it? No,
2: yeah. <laughs> no. she just started that.
1: Yeah, no, she did. She did. Or I'm made joking. it up yeah. for the show. Um, so yeah, but- I've
2: always wanted to interview Deandra, like out of all the housewives, because she used to work in D.C. Mm-hmm. And oh, I'm, right. most For the interested, Bush I'm interested in any housewife that has a tie in to D.C., especially one that worked in politics. I just think it's fascinating. And I think she worked at the Department of Energy under George W. Bush.
0: I mean, this and then this has nothing to do with you. This has everything to do with her. I think that you could get her.
2: <laughs> I so she actually responded to me yesterday oh really um well I I when I heard that she was really sick I like sent a message being like assuming she would never read it but just like really hope you're doing okay mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that's horrible that you're sick in the hospital with COVID kind of a thing and she was like thanks so much I'm starting to feel like back to whatever I wanted to be like I hope
1: you feel well enough to record an episode and I
2: never like DM these people but I don't know. I just was like, this is awful.
0: I have to say she feels so much lighter without Leanne there.
2: She does. I really think I don't want to get into Leanne too much, but like there is a darkness to her and she is so into the show. And it's really hard for me to like a housewife who like the only thing they have going on is the show. And a perfect example of why New York is so amazing is that like, if you run into Luanne or Sonia or Ramona, they act the exact same when there are no cameras they are doing. Like they're behaving the way they behave on the show out and about in New York city. Like (laughs) that's just who they are all the time. But Leanne I felt was like always performing and everything like she was banking everything on being this reality star that everyone loved.
0: You know, I also think. Well, never. We don't need to go into Leanne that much, but I do think that we're dealing with that with Jen Shaw as well.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. But I don't want to write her off just yet.
0: No, not yet. But, yeah.
2: but I, I, she is frustrating.
0: Yeah, agreed. Wait, so we didn't talk about Tiffany. We like started to talk about Doctor Moon, and then we got oh. sidetracked. So Doctor Tiffany Moon, I, you know, I feel frustrated for her uh, because of the casting process with her. It feels very like. Like, I'm happy she's here. She's stunning. She is a doctor. She's successful. I just... I'm ups- I I'm upset that they casted an Asian-American woman to come on to this season, essentially to, like, give Brandy her comeuppance. Feels just, like, very misguided. It's never a POC's per- responsibility to explain to white people why racism is real. And I Fair just, enough. like, really, like, my... I, I'm proud of her for, like doing this in front of a camera and like doing that but i just like i hate that this is how she had to get introduced onto the show like that felt like the underlying storyline of the whole episode until we got there was like what a coincidence we have a new asian cast member when brandy is is dealing with all this you know racist backlash backlash and it's like obviously the producers did this on purpose and i i don't like it but i like i love her
1: I will so, say sorry. Yeah, go ahead. One thing about that I was I guess pleasantly surprised with because I have the same opinion as you Tom is but I will say that she is she does know these women and these women do know her. So that gives me some like inch of hope that like the producers were like thinking about that as well because she is very close with yeah. um what's her face? With Deandra. With Deandra, Deandra. and her so, uh, Deandra's mom.
2: I think that she was already precast. Like, I think she was on their short list. She was at Giandra's, like, birthday event um, the other year. They, like, found her in the background. Like, she's, like, sitting next to Mama D. So I think this was pre-planned. I think it was just a bad coincidence that yeah. she happens to be Asian and that Brandy's racist remarks mm-hmm. were about Asian people. And I feel like they wanted that to get kind of, like, dealt with in the beginning so they can like move forward. Mm. But again, it yeah. shouldn't be Tiffany. Like I felt like all the women were trying to like gear her up for being yeah. like, you're going to love Brandy. She's amazing. This isn't what it's in, in her heart. And I think a mistake that I make and that other people make are like labeling people racist mm-hmm. as opposed to actions mm-hmm. and behaviors because it's, it's really, person, people take it as a personal attack if they're called racist. And if you're like, well, that wasn't my intention. That was what was in my heart. That's something you can't really argue with. You don't know what someone's intention is or what's in their heart, but you could say that behavior is racist and that's a lot harder to argue with. And so I feel like I wish someone would sit down with Brandy and explain this and be like, mm-hmm. you can be a good person, right? Who cares about her friends. And all this stuff. And you did a racist action. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Right. And that can be bad. It doesn't mean like who you are in your entire intensity of your life means that you are bad. And therefore, like, I feel terrible that she became suicidal because I do think there is a difference between white fragility and like extreme dangerous mental health situations. Yeah. And right. cancel yeah. culture
0: can be very dangerous. And clearly harmful. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And harmful. And so I feel like I'm hoping that there is a better balance of like not only focusing on her mental health issue, but also on like acknowledging that she engaged in a racist behavior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or action.
1: Yeah. That was really well put. And I definitely, definitely agree.
0: Yeah. I I just, it's, I'm happy they're addressing it on the top. It was just kind of like a crazy way to start the season. Um, And uh, it's it's hard to find. I also
2: really don't like in the previews that they're all getting grossed out by eating chicken feet. They
0: show it so many times too. It's so
2: offensive. Like there are so many disgusting things that Americans eat all the time. Hot dogs. And that all of us eat. And like in my culture, like it's like gefilte fish. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like everyone has their chicken feet.
0: Right, you I know? love green bean casserole, and like that's disgusting.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have at least the fried onions on top. Yeah, Absolutely. of course, it has okay. it all,
0: and I put more yeah. cheese in it and stuff too, which makes it even worse. Like, I can't imagine like bringing that to someone from a different culture and being like, "This is my delicacy." No. And They'd be my, like, or "What? Or the like fuck they're like is a this? midwestern
1: Jello mold?"
0: Right. Oh, we were talking about Jello we talking about a, a couple weeks ho- ago, the
1: holidays, but yeah, I mean, like a hot dog, like is disgusting is horrifically yeah. disgusting, or like
2: a hot dog eating contest that we have um to mark our independence <sighs> where we like watch like very tiny people like shove their mouths and eventually vomit buns. <laughs> literally
1: dunk the yeah. wet hot dog bun in water so they could just shove it in their mouth like that's her yeah. that's horrific it's... <laughs> i
2: don't like like the uh, the othering of like the asian culture completely
0: in, I... in this it's yeah. like
2: she in But she also seems to be a really fantastic housewife on her own. Just one episode. Like, I want to know more about her. I want to know about her kids. I want to know about her husband. I want to know about her, like,
1: life thus far. I loved her interview look with the high pony. I'm like, you are just so cute. Also so beautiful. I Yeah, I can't wait to, like, get to know her more. It's
0: it's, we were so we also talk um bat we talk bachelor bachelor and bachelorette on here. Ooh, um
1: I watch you, that too.
2: Oh you do? Oh you do, okay. Oh, <laughs> yes, um, I don't discriminate. <laughs> I don't love it. I by the way, I did like a weird deep dive um on Zach Clark's family. <laughs> that <laughs> That's Um, not
0: weird. Tell me about it. Yeah, no, I know who he is. Tell
2: me about it. So I saw his Instagram, and he seems like someone who's like me with Instagram, like doesn't really know how to use it, has terrible lighting, like never shows, like like goes like six months without posting. I was like, oh, he's like a normal dude, and then I saw that he posted in Naples, Florida, and my family has a house in Naples, Florida, and it turns out his parents are there half the year, and my family is there half the year. And I was like, they can't be that far. And they're not far at all. And then I was like, okay, this is creepy. I should stop. Um, (laughs) Then I went on his sister's Instagram and I'm like, pretty sure I'm going to invite her on the podcast because she's a big Bravo fan. Oh Oh my
1: God. Yeah. Yes. She's the one that that. um,
2: signed him up to be on the show. Oh, I love that. Oh, how fun. And so she was pregnant with twins. And then in March, unfortunately, one of the twins didn't make it and she had to remain pregnant for 20 oh, more wow. weeks. Oh my god. And gosh. so she was dealing with like you know the loss of a baby mm-hmm. but also still having to provide for another baby. Um and she was so depressed and then covid hit. Oh my god. And gosh. so she ended up they were recasting for the bachelor and she's like fuck it i'm just going to sign him up. And they wow. called him and like, that's how it all happened.
1: And the rest is history. So
2: I'm like fascinated by this woman.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Get her on the pod. That's awesome. Right. Wait, but we were talking when we were recording our, which they will soon hear. <laughs> <this podcast. laughs> I hate recording out of order. We did this a couple of times before and it's so confusing. Um, no, but we talk a little bit about how the women of the season are so beautiful. Like when we're like, and, and I want everyone to take a, mo- a step back and realize um, the reason This cast is so beautiful. The reason uh, we've discovered some awesome new faces in the Bravo universe... In Batch
1: Nation as well, yeah. ...is
0: because we're finally bringing people on that are not just white. And it's like like the reason that cast is so beautiful is because half of them are beautiful women of color. The reason we're so enthralled with Tiffany and why she seems so refreshing to us is because she's not a white rich woman from this area that we're watching our show in. You know, it's, it's like proving itself on itself, mm-hmm. you know, like the importance yeah. of representation, representation matters. I'm happy Bravo is starting to make the steps in the right direction. Um, and I think Tiffany is a great, uh, example of that.
2: Totally. I also think they did a really good job on um, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City with yes, diversity. Yes, and yeah, 1, we said that before.
1: Is like Tom was mentioning the same thing. It's like I think the reason Salt Lake was such a hit the first episode and still is so great is because there's just so many different types of women, like mentally, job wise, and physically. Like, I mean, physically, like, yeah. Just yeah like- it's just like Heather, like, is happy in her size. We have. Handsome Heather. Handsome. Oh my God. (laughs) Did you you. listen to that
0: episode (laughs) with our parents? Oh my God. Handsome
1: Heather. Yes. Was that not a
0: riot though? The two of them. So
2: funny. (laughs) I mean, I love Heather. I think she's gorgeous. Yes. That's what
1: I mean. It's like, there's, <laughs> wait
0: dad is gonna freak out that she just referenced
1: yeah that people are talking about his comments. Our
0: dad is so cute he like listens to the podcast it comes this will come out like at midnight tonight like he okay. he stays up until like 11 there, 11 oh dallas Hi, time
2: Hi, yeah I so he'll, he's gonna be
0: so happy that we just I said had that. my dad
2: on the podcast once and um i wanted him to review uh 90 day fiance because oh. he's from russia oh my god oh. Um, and he's newly married um, uh, to a woman from Minnesota, and uh, she watched it, and he didn't, and then he just talked about something <laughs> else the entire time. <laughs> yeah,
1: classic, like dad move. just yeah. be
0: like, like divert yeah, the conversation. Yeah, giving like
2: dating advice.
0: Oh my about, like, god! How, but I need to find yeah. that episode and listen to mm-hmm. it. You
2: should listen. It's like my, I think, 100th episode, or one, no, maybe 101. Yeah, or it's or 102. It's really good, and um, he gives like some advice that like people actually reached out to me, and they're like. I was feeling like so down about being alone, but I like really feel like I can like go back on like the apps again (laughs) because my dad went on a date. My mom passed away five years ago. My dad was alone Mm -hmm. and uh, a few years into it, he's like, okay, she told me like not to be alone. And so I need to do this. So he went on dating apps, and I like created his profile because his profile was like horrible. Like you couldn't <laughs> tell he had a sense of humor. Like oh, he,
3: Dad. like he just seemed
2: like super regimented, and like uh-huh. his like, pictures weren't good or anything. And he's like an attractive man. So, like my friends and I did a photo shoot with
1: him. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is the <laughs> cutest thing I've ever heard on he a boat. On boat.
2: <laughs> and like really shortly thereafter, he um met someone
0: oh my god and it took, it took a few crying. years of date, like bad
2: dates till he met someone and then she tells it from like her point of view and like oh. he apparently told her she was a hoarder which he's not <laughs> he just doesn't <laughs> like to throw away pieces of paper and files them in filing cabinets um which is not the same thing as being a hoarder
1: <laughs> not at all no so
2: she thought like when she went to the house that it was going to be like crazy and it was just like <laughs> there's like no dust because he like he vacuums like nonstop yeah
0: oh
1: my god Anyways, that she sounds wonderful
2: yeah yeah they <laughs> went on our time they met on ourtime.com oh my god and he was like worried that she would judge his accent and i was like well my, my mom was american too mm-hmm. yeah like right it's I was like f- i don't know
0: oh my god dad well, it's it. really cute i'll yes. send it to you guys yes. Yes. oh yes. please really please cute. yeah and everyone listening yeah. listen to that episode
2: mm-hmm yeah, Ilya, Ilya and Joyce Slutsker. Oh, I love over 65. Oh, gets better.
0: <laughs> um okay, well, is there anything else on Dallas? I just want to move on to Atlanta real quick. Yeah, let's
2: yeah. talk about Atlanta.
0: Okay, so Atlanta. Another, you know, it's tough all these conversations cuz the three of us are white. Mm-hmm. So I want to like yes. like venture into all this correctly, but you know, the whole episode kind of like evolved around this party that's being thrown for Portia, um, thanking her for her work, um, with the black lives matter movement, which I think came across not like awesome. And I think I could tell that Portia upon arrival to the surprise party was like, she said, cause she said, she's like, you guys really don't need to do this. Like, and I think the, I thought that I think That there should be some sort of trigger warning for families that are involved in these types of things or just black viewers watching seeing just so many faces hung like those polaroids hung up all over that wall i don't know i just like it didn't feel it didn't feel like it was in the right place like it felt for the show to me a little bit
2: well i also feel like production because it is more of a closed set like they're only filming with a few people they're not filming with like these large groups that they're I feel like they're relying more on family members. So like Lauren and um their mother, you know, I felt like this was like something Lauren put on with the support of production and yeah. she's not she's not of the reality TV arts and sciences. Right. right? So <laughs> I, that is sort of how I took it. Like she tried to do something and they're they need to do a certain number of events. Right. Mm-hmm. And it just wasn't like how how were they going to do it i don't know
1: yeah it would have i think come across differently if they just had a get together to experience joy and yeah
0: and just like and her sister be like before we like get to like the dinner i just yeah. want to do a quick cheers to say Thanks. I love you, Portia. I think that your journey has been amazing and I'm so proud to call you my sister. You know, like, I think that would have like hit it a little bit better than just like this extravagant, like party, like thanking her. I just thought the decorations and the banners, it was just like a little bit.
1: And it was, yeah, again, it's like, I trying to tread lightly because I'm not really sure what the right thing to say is because I felt uncomfortable in a way, because I was like, I don't know if this is like what we should be doing. I don't know. I don't know.
2: But this was also filmed like a little bit ago. And I don't know what the mood. I'm trying to keep reminding myself what the mood was this summer. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think, I mean, I think this was like f- in j- late July. Like
2: yeah. I feel like it's weird to watch it now, mm-hmm. but then maybe it wouldn't have felt as weird.
1: That's, I don't a, good, know. that's I a good point. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. That is an interesting point. Cause I think
2: like when she was talking about, you know, we all go to bed crying at night Mm -hmm. and I was like, there was like a good chunk of time this summer that I think it was really rough on a lot of people, but the intensity I think changed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Because there, you know, time changes, um, attention shifts Mm -hmm. with the public narrative, with what's going on with elections and stuff like that, that people have kind of, maybe refocused or focused on other things. So yeah. I feel like this was in a moment that was really raw. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what I took it in. And I, I felt like it would have been weirder if the other people attending didn't thought it was weird too. Right. And mm-hmm. none of them seemed to feel like it was weird. So I was like, whatever, yeah. <laughs> I guess we're doing this. You yeah, know, Yeah, no, that's a
0: good point. I just yeah. like, I think it's, it, and then I felt like I, I'm having, I'm getting worried because they're bringing in so many like new friend of like characters into the setting and it it certainly didn't feel organic that of this like soup what's supposed to be a super intimate thank you love you moment for portia kenya can't even go to it she gets disinvited to it and this group of four women that are like clearly cast on the show to be like prospective like new housewives are all sitting there and it's like wait so these girls get to be there and they get to bring drama in like latoya i feel like is just constantly trying to stir things with you know all of these women that she doesn't know because she's trying to get a peach and like I, so it's okay for them people that she doesn't know to come in and bring drama but kenya can't come i i don't know it was just weird I, the whole thing was was i don't know
2: well another unusual thing and i did write this down so um lauren invite, like, when she was talking to Cynthia, Cynthia was like, oh, what about Kenya? Mm-hmm. And Lauren's like, eh, and, like, reluctantly extends an invite, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, not directly Right. did it through Cynthia. Well, then, apparently two hours later, she changed her mind and said it two hours later, but Cynthia waited until there were cameras.
0: Oh, good point. I didn't even write that down.
2: I only wrote that down because um, someone, like, said it somewhere on Twitter Oh or my gosh. that, like, like, Lauren was like, I don't even know about this. Like, I wasn't trying to cause problems. I changed my mind two yeah, hours so later I saw and told that. Cynthia. Yeah. So this is, like, Cynthia trying to, I think, move the storyline along. Yeah. And so that's why I feel like when Kenya received the information, she immediately looked at her producers and were like, did you know about this? Right that's why i think that
0: happened interesting that's so interesting i didn't even like put all that together sometimes i get so swept up in like the the show that i like don't i i every once in a while like i don't have that moment where i like look at it from the outside i'm just like oh no
1: she didn't know (laughs) i did think it was weird that she asked she asked the producers that so when you say that that totally makes sense because i was like wait she, why? Is like, she... Why
2: wouldn't she have told me this earlier? Did Lauren just change her mind? Yeah, I don't a... think that's something that Lauren. I, I mean, it'd be. Okay. Go ahead. Do you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, but well, I was to say, do you think that the the story? I, I know that there's probably like an overlying story producing team, but in terms of the producers that are just because each of them have a producer and their cameraman mm-hmm. and all that stuff do you think that like they're communicating with each other on the, the dailies that we like that week, like what's happening? Like, like do you think that they have to like keep certain things quiet or do you think that they communicate like fully openly with each other?
2: The producers with one another. Yes. Do
0: you think that the producer? I tell- think they
2: communicate extremely openly yeah. with okay.
0: one another. Okay. I just wasn't sure because I I didn't know I didn't know if like so say producer reports to story producer and so they all report to story producer and then the story producer tells each producer like okay we need this x y and z out of her this week or do you see what I'm saying?
2: I'm so interested in this, and I do not know the answer. Mm-hmm. I know nothing about filmmaking or yeah. TV making or or anything about production of anything. So, but I, I do have someone who is a producer for reality TV on my podcast this week. Oh my god, exciting! Um, yeah, she is going by an alias. That's, um, awesome. That's not- <laughs> interesting
0: because I was about to say, like, I we never get interviews with them.
2: Yeah, do you have to like, they, change your friend, voice? My friend, no, she's just gonna. Go by a different name, Uh and then be a bit more vague in some of her answers. And some of it is even just she knows people who produce on Housewives, even if she doesn't produce on Housewives. But she's produced for ABC, and I'm pretty sure she's done Bachelor. (sighs) So
3: if she has, I will
2: send her your way. Oh my god, please! Um, Yes, that would be so fun. Well, I have seems lovely, but I just have so many questions about like how things are done, right? Because I don't, I don't know that world at all
0: yeah i so we have a friend a mutual friend that is a, was a story i think she was i don't think she is anymore a story producer for teen mom oh
2: yeah and so <laughs> she would tell us she's told me
0: she's told me i don't know if i should say this uh, or not well I'll i'll talk vaguely like so she has just told me that there's like you you think it's fake and she's like it's not not fake like there's just so much going like the amount of time that goes through with the story production where they're like finding clips of reactions to go with that sort of storyline and things like that. Like that's where like the fakeness, you know, really comes out.
2: Or like in Vanderpump when they have them like film them entering a scene like five different times. Right. Right you They're- know and it's three days after it was actually filmed <laughs> yeah well <laughs>
0: greg, greg bennett i uh, do you know who greg bennett is from Greggy jersey bennett. yeah so greg was I'm obsessed with him i love no I I, me neither <laughs> i want him on this podcast so bad though um greg bennett was on um it was bitch sesh or um everything iconic and he was talking to one of them about how one time in jersey they filmed a packing scene after the trip
2: Oh <laughs> my god! Yeah, no, I because those they're like the, these filler scenes that are needed to move the story along. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not that nothing happened. It's just like sometimes they have to do it a little bit, or for sometimes it's really obvious. Like in Potomac, the scene with Wendy and her mom in the pumpkin patch was filmed way before they went to Portugal.
0: Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 You yeah. can tell that
2: because there are no pumpkins in There's- DC after like oh, <laughs> in right, the Maryland because,
0: area. Right. But also, right. Cause that was after the new year, wasn't it? When they went to Portugal or it, it was like in Christmas it was time. In,
2: it was in November. Oh, okay. End of November.
0: Yeah. Well, that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have noticed that. Yeah. I, um Wait, so back to Atlanta a little bit. So I can't even remember all their names, but do you have any thoughts <laughs> on like all of this like new cast member stuff that's happening?
2: So I can't get into LaToya, and mainly because I don't know anything about her. Um, and I also really don't like young housewives. Yeah, me neither. Like, I prefer a housewife in their 40s or preferably older. I was going to say yeah. 60s, actually. Yeah. On my end. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I prefer like a I, drunk 60-year-old.
2: I know that there is a tendency to start casting younger, and I think it's okay for Potomac and not okay for any other franchise. I don't know why... I like it for Potomac. I don't like it for...
0: Wait, do you have tea on someone who's coming into Potomac?
2: No, no, no. They're just young and I like them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, Ashley should have never been cast at her age, but she is a, like, top-tier housewife. So, no shade. I'm gonna, like, props to Ashley. Yeah. But with Atlanta, I don't like the women being much younger than... Um, candy and it's so obvious that they don't feel natural connection yeah i mean they, candy
1: even brings it up like she does yes she's like
2: and cynthia's like i could have had you yeah C- <laughs> cynthia
1: <laughs> could have had candy and candy could have had these girls so it's like
0: no 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 cynthia could not have had candy that, they're well, only like 10 she, years apart no cynthia was, was making that
1: joke oh, at the oh, party yes, yes, yes. yeah yeah, yeah you know like
2: but I do think Drew is interesting, but I don't like that her only storyline is her husband and their bad marriage. Because you have to be invested in a marriage um, to want to see a good outcome or to even care. But that's interesting, too,
1: because I do think that in Salt Lake, like the Meredith and her husband, it's kind of the same thing. But I'm not feeling... I'm feeling glad. I'm and more invested in Meredith's story than I am in yeah. Drew's, even though it's like not. There was that one different.
2: scene between Meredith and Seth that was like, oh, I could see how any relationship could go wrong in this part. Where he was like, "I want you to move to Ohio," and she's like, "I'm so sick of moving." And apologies for oh, all no, this. you no, 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 It's you're fine. Fine. been a lot of siren. Yeah, yeah like, no, uh, <laughs> it's not a big deal. <laughs> um, but you know, when they're arguing about like he doesn't want to give up these business opportunities and she's tired of moving with him. Like mm-hmm. that is a, like, no one's wrong. Mm-hmm. That is just sort of a, I don't know, a natural right. problem yeah, in their marriage. T- yeah. And when she's frustrated with him and like snaps at him, mm-hmm. like that is a real and honest response. And with Drew and Ralph, it just feels like, I don't know. Forced for the cameras, like him having to talk about his childhood trauma, and like that's why he runs away. And I was did not think the therapist was very good because I felt like the therapist was minimizing Drew's pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and was like, oh, so the first time you got an apology from your mother was when you ran away. So see, he runs away. I'm like, this also,
1: is not <laughs> her face shield. That first of all, face shields. I am not here for. No, wear a mask. <laughs> Her face shield was essentially just a clear visor. Like it was sticking straight out of her head. The therapist. Right. She had it like up a little bit. Yeah. It was even more annoying. It's like, why
0: do you have that on?
1: But it's not even a visor
0: because it's see-through. So it's not even like doing through visor. So it's doing nothing for the sun.
2: I'm going to ask the producer that I am interviewing this week about COVID protocols Mm -hmm. on sets, because this makes no sense on Dallas when they talk about it being a closed set. And that's why Stephanie and her kids feel safe. Well, Tiffany just came from the OR granted. She has great PPE, but when Tiffany comes and then she's wearing a mask and then she shows up at Cameron's, whatever garage sale and right <laughs> like that i was like all right why are you guys hugging each other like she just came from clearly off of a closed set
0: well that's texas we have to remember these locations <laughs> yeah, too yeah. like that's texas like our parents have been locked in their home essentially since right march same. and all of their friends yeah, same here yeah but then all of their friends have a lot of their friend circles have been so reckless
2: yeah Some it's just so with atlanta i also what? just don't understand the face shield and it is um frustrating to see cynthia because this is going to be like her and the face shield are going to go very far in this season <laughs> yeah the like, face shield is getting the, married is, in the face shield right. the face shield. So the face
0: shield is the sixth wife <laughs> yes on atlanta. yes it is <laughs> <laughs>
1: completely
3: <laughs> it's yeah
2: I think it's a rebuilding season for Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I think it was really tough to film during a pandemic. These women have been through so much with what was going on with black lives matter, um, you know, lifetime of trauma kind of all unfolding on the world stage mm-hmm. and then cameras in their face to react to their reactions to it. I think is a lot to yeah. put on black yeah. women with, with the filming schedule, you know, it just, they started filming right when all this stuff got right, really right. intense. And so I want to give them a little bit of grace. I don't think it's going to be the best season, but I, I think we'll think
0: have some things if they just we'll film something. together. Like they just They're aren't, they've yet to film yeah. all of them together. Right. I need yeah, them all in parts. one spot, you know?
2: Yeah. Next week.
0: Next week. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, let's move on to Salt Lake City. Okay. This is kind of the meat of uh, all of these shows, I think, this week, don't you think?
1: Yeah. I definitely oh, I think love this, this episode of Salt Lake City. Same. I love it. I was cackling. I because Tom and I were talking last week about we're getting, Tom was a little bit nervous about Salt Lake because like Mary hasn't been there and last episode was a little bit sleepy, but I think yeah. that this episode was unhinged.
0: It was unhinged. <laughs> I do think still though, that we are underestimating the importance of Mary in this circle. She, the the first three episodes, we were so electric because Mary Mary's we were learning we were continuing to learn things about Mary her character she was stirring all this drama unintentionally Mm -hmm. like the first three or four episodes was Mary was not the main character but she was like the catalyst for so much of the drama that when she's pulled out so what I was saying like uh, last episode was that I I feel like when she's pulled out of it we lose a little bit of the drama but then Whitney stepped up to the table today
1: wow She is a likable pot stirrer. I like her. I think
2: she is fascinating to watch. She gives so many good looks without Mm -hmm. overdoing it. Um, but Mary doesn't seem to have an authentic connection with any of the women, mm-hmm. but I don't think she has an authentic connection with anyone, including her child or her husband or her um,
0: or her second cousin who takes care of the house. Whose
2: title <laughs> card <doesn't> <laughs> her yeah. title
1: card is housekeeper, not even Mary's cousin. But to, on this episode, it's literally said housekeeper. I'm like to
0: the listeners at home. Everyone does needs to go watch her appearance on Watch What Happens Live that happened on, last oh, I mean, night. I yeah.
1: haven't seen
2: it. Cause she's
0: with Emily and wow. I, Oh my God, I don't even know what to do with that. Uh, wow. I mean, it, it's worth a watch. There's a moment okay. that is so amazing where Andy, they they're referencing the reunion and Emily or Andy says to her, it was like, you know, you have to watch all the episodes before we film the reunion, which they filmed the reunion today. And I think that they, they pre-film, they've been pre-filming a lot of these watch what happens live just because of tech stuff. It's not live, live anymore. And so, this must have been filmed on, like, Sunday or something. And he was like, we're filming the reunion later this week. Like, make sure to watch the episodes. And she was like, what do you mean? And he's like, you have to watch the episodes we sent you. Like, oh this is on the, on the show. And she's like, I, no one sent me the episodes. And he's like, well, no, you have to watch them before we meet. Like, there's so many episodes that still have to happen before the season's like, over. you're doing a job here. And she's like, well, I mean, once I get them in my email, like, I'll watch them. <laughs> He's essentially like, okay, we'll talk offline about this later.
2: I find, <laughs> oh my god. I, I mean didn't Sheena used to say that she fast forwarded when it wasn't her scene. Like it <laughs> reminds me a little but like that is like
1: amazing energy I love to her bring. for that.
0: But Jax also doesn't watch the show either.
1: Oh yeah, that was yeah.
0: I don't oh, get it. You know, I
1: get Jack's not watching the show. He's a monster. No, no, no. I just don't get like <laughs> not being
0: like when you know you're such a problematic character on the show or a potster on the show like you should watch to make sure you have all of your information ducks in line to like show up. I don't know?
2: think Mary. I think she stumbled onto this show. Yeah. And producers were like this woman is so wild, we have to get cameras in front of her. Yeah. yeah. I think she has no idea what she's in for. I don't think she understands. Housewives culture. No, I don't think she understands. Bravo. I I don't think she has any idea what she's in for, and I think some of the women feel a little bit bad for her. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can tell how they does Take pity on her. Yeah, in a way where they almost don't. They don't come after her like she's on their level.
0: Right, because she's not aware. Like you have to be as a housewife, or just on reality in general. You have to be aware of the camera and in a way you have to know what you're doing. I I like, I like for it to be on the edge of not knowing what you're doing, but like you have to have a little sense of presence, you know, or it's not going to work and, or it's not going to be a a lifelong lived on reality. And I'm worried that Mary is going to bow out after this season, just because like she didn't understand, but like, I really need her to come back at least for one more.
2: I think for maybe one more, but I don't know if she can take the heat for what's coming because if anyone in the FBI is watching them, this- <laughs> Right. Yeah. Oh, she's going to
1: be the next um Also oh, well, um,
2: scandal. a friend of mine who lives in Miami um, was telling me that she made a new friend recently who grew up in Mary's church. Go on. And ha- their family had to escape. It. <gasps> and my friend doesn't watch housewives. Right. But she was telling me this, and I was like, I need to get this friend. I need to get to your friend and ask questions. She's like, I mean, we just became Instagram friends. Like, <laughs> oh, like I don't want to overdo God. it. But, like, the family basically had to leave. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, all these stories sound real. And I, I think it's, it's not just this little church in Utah. Like, no. there has to be so much more going on. Well, she
1: talked about that on the episode, which... I, I'm gonna say this. I'm understanding her relationship with her stepgrandfather slash husband.
0: Oh, well, what do you mean?
1: Like I they are unfortunately good together.
0: <laughs> mm. they, they don't what chemistry like what? Okay,
1: they are both uh, Why are
0: you drinking?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think that I think that they're both just lunatics and a little bit they're smart enough to know what they're doing obviously because like she is when she was talking about she's like yeah when my grandma died she gave me all of her homes a couple like businesses a daycare a mortgage company and her husband and like i think that they like joke about it like i think She's forced to joke about it,
2: but I feel like he knows what's up and I feel like she does not know what's up. Yeah, I'm with Manny on this one. Mm. No offense. I know you're my sister,
0: but.
1: No, I mean, (laughs) I just like, I find that they, when they're, the couple scenes that we do see them interact, I find that there is genuine like, I hate to say it. Love Like affection? There. No. Yeah.
0: Kicks, no.
2: But it's it's like the affection that you would have with a parent or Ugh. a grandparent. Did you take it's
0: peyote not- when you watched this no, episode? No,
1: I <laughs> didn't. I literally watched it at my lunch break today.
0: Wait. Can <laughs> but we like, t- oh, go ahead.
2: Keep no, going. but it's like when she's talking to him through the phone and he's like, don't let those girls get to you. It's like when you're in elementary school and you're talking to your dad about someone that made fun of your shoes. Completely.
0: I've never turned like on a loved one like I'm turning on my sister. Right okay,
1: now. you're right. Like you're right. I'm just. I told you. I warned you, saying that no, I'm going to say I'm giving this. Giving you a hard time. Well, can we talk a
0: little bit about the reveal of all of Mary's homes? Yeah,
1: that empty homes.
0: So she has a home in Vegas. No which, one's
1: in. Who has she's homes? An idiot. Yeah. She's literally losing. It's like you're literally
0: name. a grifter. Well, no, but also like, also like, she's like you said. I hope the FBI isn't watching because like. She, She's funneling money into these homes. Yeah, to like she's, hide. Show,
1: she's literally showing also, the FBI things. these homes things.
2: have to have staff. Like people have to watch. You can't just have a home yeah. in a certain environment. Like in Orlando, you can't just let a home sit in Orlando. You have to have like the air conditioning has to be on to a certain level or your gut mold. You you have to have like a certain amount of pest control because of like what life is like in Florida. You know, there's um certain maintenance that you have to do. Two right. homes, especially in different, like, physical environments. Right.
0: right? And then, you know. If, uh, well, let's not forget she also has a home in the entertainment capital of the world, Carmel, Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> I tech. I have a friend from Carmel. Shout out Kathleen LaMagna. She was on the podcast. And I <laughs> literally texted her immediately. I was like, if you're not watching Salt Lake City right now, you just got the biggest shout out. <laughs> She's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, Mary
1: has a home in Carmel, Indiana.
0: <laughs> What a random place that literally is like, oh, so you're hiding money in Carmel, Indiana.
1: Like, are the taxes better in Carmel, Indiana than they are in Salt Lake? Probably. I don't know. You're not watching OC, right? Uh, No,
0: No. I've seen a couple. I've seen bits and pieces when I'm waiting to watch. I have
1: seen the commercials. And if I have to hear the girl go, he's nerdy, but he's like sexy. (laughs) And then two seconds later, I have to hear Kelly Dodd go, I can't find any toilet paper. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Every why event. do i not know these commercials <laughs> you sounded exactly like gina he's like nerdy because but i listen sexy. to it constantly because it's on <laughs> so it's so on funny who we watch,
0: and she's like her she's like in the chair he's like,
2: like neck n- i i have never seen this she's commercial. Like, okay i'm oh my god let me it show must you must what she does are like
0: hulu provide like, like
2: our, this. No, oh i don't watch it on hulu oh, yeah that's, that's right. why that i must watch be on youtube why. tv and i I go through all commercials. I don't watch any commercials. I can't.
0: Unfortunately, we do watch commercials.
2: Thanks. I know, but when I watch, like, when I'm watching, like, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, like season two, that's yep. on Hulu. Yeah,
0: yeah,
3: yeah. Um,
2: and I have, it's like, Would you like groceries or home improvement? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Not what's-her-face going, he's like nerdy, but sexy.
0: (laughs)
3: uh... So
2: on the OC, though, there Uh is a new character, Elizabeth, who doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense. But in the last three episodes of the season, she's talking about, she's opening up about something she's never spoken about, which is how she was raised in a religious cult where she was sexually abused and physically abused. Yeah. And um and then they show like her brother talks about (laughs) how he was like beat they beat the shit out of him because he was dyslexic and he was like four or five what really horrible things and then she even said like you guys can look it up like the fbi rated was gonna say and so in this i think it's heaven's gate it was her no i wrote it down it's like is it the, the one that walked in tabernacle? Joaquin... Oh. Something. <laughs> what
0: if you're like, it's this evangelical church in Salt, in, Lake, in City. Salt Lake City?
2: <laughs> no, no, it's in it's in Missouri, mm. and it was her father's mother, so her her paternal grandmother lived on this compound. They all lived on this compound, and the grandma lived in a like mansion, and everyone else lived in like abject poverty, and they took all of people's earnings in tithing.
1: It sounds like Mary. What?
2: It was insane. And she... Anyways, so... That's a
0: storyline. That is that, that not the main storyline the show? But it doesn't come show? until
2: the very end when she has a complete panic attack and finally opens up about so it.
0: So I saw that. I saw, like, the... I was like waiting to watch Salt Lake one day and I was like 20 minutes early to it. So I was like eating dinner. I was like, oh, let's see what they're doing. And it was like the hiking between with Gina and Elizabeth. So I saw the beginning of that, but I didn't know like everything else that's
1: happened.
2: She starts opening up more and more and more. And it is wild. So it's called and so the like, Faith
1: Bible Tabernacle Church in the Midwest. Yes.
2: It is so crazy. So like hearing about this and all of that, I like wonder and like the role of a grandmother it it feels like oddly similar ish to mary's storyline although mary seems to be much more of like there's businesses thrown in there it's not just a church it's like a -hmm. faith community
1: yeah yeah it's um interesting and i hope to god she's stays on salt lake city just so we can find out more information about something is there's something illegal period yeah. yeah maybe one there's maybe a hundred yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah no there's, there's many, stuff going many on many illegal things going on
0: wait so can we talk briefly about the apple walnut salad that um q sarah made for <laughs> whitney <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was dying when so she was wild. like she was like do you like pecans? And I was like, <laughs> she just took the bag of pecans and dumped just dumped it on, a plate. on the apples. I'm like, are you like on Whole30? Like, what's going on? And like,
2: <laughs> as this happens, like Whitney pierces her mat, her like kitchen mat with her stiletto. Yes. And then she's like... <laughs> which is just like very funny yeah um it's like you have these shoes and you live in a town where these shoes should not exist
1: right yeah like they're small all the time
2: and then she's like oh this mat is just for the maids so they have something nice to stand on when they're doing this." also dishes. like who
1: calls housekeepers maids anymore i'm like oh my it was gosh. a wild five
0: minute scene
2: <laughs> not even five.
0: <laughs> i could minutes. talk about the scene for an hour <laughs> i
2: was like what is happening something else I- some- loved though something about Winnie's pumps.
1: That's her stilettos. Was- oh, that outfit and was And her everything. eyeshadow. I was yes. going to talk about that. I'm not um, a fashionista, but do you match eyeshadow with shoes? I
0: don't know. I
2: mean, I know nothing about it and I would have never thought of it, but it worked. It, it did. It looked
0: great. I thought that outfit was really cute. Gerald, my roommate, um, is works in fashion and he told me that he recognized the designer immediately when he saw it the shoes that, are, no the jumpsuit is oh, i yeah. thought she looked amazing yeah wait so i did you think that sarah looked unrecognizable from the birthday party yes I, what was that
2: her entire face <laughs> her no face like was <laughs> different I, they were like that's sarah and i'm like that's not maybe Sarah." maybe she got like a chloe kardashian <laughs> surgery in between
1: or just like her makeup. she hired a makeup artist for the for meredith's not birthday party and then just did it herself she was also okay something that was okay we're gonna talk about this (laughs) the whole next like 35 minutes something that was weird about sarah was i she had extensions in but her hair was at the top of her head
3: yeah i know like
1: she had a pixie cut or bowl cut (laughs) and then long extensions like i couldn't get over it was like maybe curtain bangs that had gotten cut Past her ear, yeah. I can you never started to go. Tell. I know. I sorry. I was getting excited <laughs> that no, I was I, moving away I can't tell from the when women have extensions. I
2: don't know why. Oh, it's like oh. everyone else sees it, but me.
0: You'll one day you'll see it, and then you'll, and you'll see like, it forever.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it'll like click in your head. I only see it with Gina on a <laughs> yeah, Okay, well, that's the that's, only that's one. That's very. Like, that's a very.
0: <laughs> that's like the kindergarten version of like. That's like a very entry level <laughs> for extensions. I truly can't
2: understand. I remember once, like. I made my brother watch one episode of Housewives at one point, and he couldn't understand how their hair kept changing to different lengths. <laughs> and and I too was like, oh, maybe it was filmed over eight months, and like they they like filmed this. <laughs> we like we're trying to come up with like uh, w- <laughs> wig.
0: No,
1: but not when it doesn't look like a wig,
0: right? So like an extension. So part. like
1: Whit- a yes. lot of Whitney's like interview looks like the Our one wig. with the ponytail. That's an ex- yeah. she has like a fake extension ponytail in.
2: That I can tell. It's when their hair is just down mm-hmm. and it looks long. And I was like, Who are you people? Is this, this, you know, sugar bear hair? Like, how are you growing these like wild manes?
1: And oh today's sponsor God. for the podcast is Sugar Bear hair, hair, hair. Or i, was I to say,
0: Kenya, more hair care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. We should talk about, not about Sarah anymore because she's in QAnon, but uh, we should talk about the like big moment of the episode, which is this yes. hip hop party that.
1: Golf hip hop
0: golf hip. It reminded me of like the the Nini, the white party, but make it gay. What was the, like, gays? It was like it was girls and gays, white party, l- live, laugh, love. <laughs> <Do you
2: know? laughs> it was like so insane. I can't even talk about Nini. She's so wild. Um, but this party was so fun, but I did find it a little odd. And again, I'm saying this as a white woman that Jen wore Beyonce's formation outfit agreed and she's not a black woman and no, it's not that you can't dress as Beyonce or even wear Beyonce outfits but like that album and that song right was th- for black women that
0: performance everyone is in Black Panther attire at right. the Super Bowl was when she wore that
2: we're I'm we're
1: yeah. like
0: Beyonce aficionados yes so it
1: was her oh, Super Bowl okay, okay. yeah
0: yeah Wait, wait, before we get more, before we, I want to just make sure I get this right. It was girls and gays, white party, seafood, soiree, never forget. (laughs) Never
1: forget. We forgot.
0: (laughs) Girls and gays, white party, seafood, soiree, never forget.
1: That isn't my bachelorette (laughs) party theme. I'm going to be so upset. I need that to be of my birthday next year. Wait, did they say seafood in there? Seafood, soiree. Seafood, soiree, soiree, yes. Girls I'm and, and gays is the first well part. Girls
0: and gays is the first part. White party. There's four parties here. There's a girls and gays party. There's but a white party. Forgot,
2: like, isn't that a Holocaust reference? <laughs> oh, Sorry, to... I keep bringing it like. No,
0: no, no, you're fine, Mandy. Thank you for <laughs> reminding us of that.
2: <laughs> or, like, a September 11th. 11 Like, those well, are yeah. the only two times I ever hear the term never forget.
0: I think it's, like, maybe in this and- context you say, like, never forget the white party. Never forget the seafood story. <laughs> <laughs> never forget your girls in case. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Amazing. Okay, amazing. okay. We have amazing. to get back to Salt Lake City or this episode's going to be, like, three hours long. Oh, wait. So, um, yes, I completely agree with you. I thought that the formation attire was very odd. And I sometimes I'm forgetting, is she is she black?
2: No, she's Tongan.
0: Okay, that's but but I asked myself over and over again because she says a lot of things about like the black culture as if she's a part of it. And I'm just like, I don't want to be wrong when I say these things. Like, is she not? But she's not, I guess. So
1: she's Tongan.
2: She was basically saying that because she grew up in Utah, everyone treated her as black because they didn't know what it meant to be Polynesian. It was just Got like, it. if you're not white, you're black. Right. And so she was kind of like characterized with like the black kids. Yeah. And so I think culturally that is a more of where she felt she fit in in society. Yeah. And then she married a black man and she has black children. So I could see how she feels more immersed in black culture. Yeah.
0: It's just also the whole theme in general is like making all, like all of your friends are white, making like a full, like, group of white people dress like hip hop like Gold characters Earth. like I'm like what this is very odd I
2: think it was more like hip hop I took it as like hip hop everything like outfits like the way that Whitney dressed was very sort of like 90s yeah mm-hmm. I didn't mind that like, I guess But and then like Meredith wearing like you know brands on brands on brands mm-hmm. was also sort of like like now
1: hip hop yeah
0: that's like kind a Nicki like Minaj a- nod Like yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. So I, I just felt like it wasn't all.
1: I thought like, Lisa's outfit was rappers. amazing. Yeah, I just really liked it. I don't know why. It was just like I a, don't remember. Oh, it was like this baggy, oversized Balenciaga, like
0: oh yes, 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 without, yes. like a
1: high boot, in it, it was like very cute. Yeah, you, really you'd it. wear that, yes
0: um so kind of like the big moment of the party is well two things one we we get a side character that i wish we had met which is that woman in the background with the blonde the huge blonde
1: hair I. it looked like um
0: <laughs> betsy johnson betsy johnson's mom <laughs>
2: wait dr deb
0: yes or dr Sorry. deb yeah 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 or dr deb's mom no, I'm kidding. She was in the background. I posted her on my on the Dumpster Dive Instagram today, so please check that out if you need to know who we're talking about. But um, also, but the, the whole the thing of the party is Whitney gets her courage to go confront all these she women had, about okay, all. Of, she
1: gets shit-faced.
0: Yeah, and she confronts everyone about truly everything that's been going on this season.
2: Yeah, she, she actually doesn't confront them because she's just like not saying it, no. and she's dancing around. And finally, Heather has to be like, and "Then this is what's going on," and then Heather's like
1: peace and just peace. like walks away because <laughs> she's like this is going nowhere so i'm just gonna absolute leave. legend
0: it's like oh, the best
1: and we got i think i think it's gonna become a meredith like staple unintentionally it's going to be like her brand is i'm disengaging yeah and but i love
2: it i do oh, too. love it too yeah i have started to um use that like i watched too much news this morning I watched too much news last night. I slept with the news on. I don't, it's just, I don't know. I just wanted to be aware if something was going off, like a bomb in my neighborhood or something. Right. Which is not like whatever. So, but at one point at like 9 a.m., I was like, this is absurd. I have work to do. I am disengaging. No, that, <laughs> and I just like
3: turned off Twitter.
2: I turned off, you know, my TV. I was like, you know, I may put my phone on silent. Like and I was like, I need to tell myself this over and over again, not in terms of, like, interpersonal relationships, mm-hmm. but, like, between what's happening in the world and me. And yeah. I, it, I felt empowered by Meredith. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah I just, like, I think it was incredibly <laughs> unsuccessful how Whitney went about this. And it was jarring, to say the least, to see how from zero to ten Jen went. I mean...
0: Not that jarring. We've seen her do it already.
1: I know, but it's, it shocked me every time because she, like, sl- she throws a glass of vodka soda at the ground, like, in- with the intention to break it.
0: I. I never want to do that like in, in an angry moment, but I've always wanted to break a glass. Like I've never done that out of anger, but like I wanna like <laughs> just like be in a safe space where I'm like, Okay, can I break this glass? And then just be like
2: Oh my god, yeah. every time every time I accidentally put like a champagne fluke or a wine glass in my um dishwasher like, it breaks. Yeah, it's like, Um, well, I
0: I wish I would have just shattered it on the counter if it was going to break anyways. (laughs)
1: Like at a Jewish wedding.
2: (laughs) Yeah,
0: right, there you go. Um, But she's, like,
1: punching balloons as she's leaving, and I'm like, Ultimately, you ruined your husband's birthday party.
2: Well, he stayed. Did you see that? Yes, he was like, yeah, you go he's home. like, You put her in a car with like <laughs> a the I, youngest my son. Family flew in for this. Like, yeah. I'm not. And then his, her kid had to like calm her down. It seems like she gets to a certain point when she's drinking mm-hmm. that she gets like furious and angry and upset and needs someone to like, I don't know what the word is, to like mother her. Mm hmm you know, and um, she's like, I don't know, I think she wants to be mothered. I think she wants to be cared for. I know her dad died a year ago, and I feel like she's like yearning for that. So she gets these points where she's um, acting sort of Mm infant-like, and someone has to come in and like treat her like a child. It's very bizarre, but I feel like she's subconsciously like trying to
1: get cared.
2: Yeah, that's
0: a good point. Do we
1: believe that uh Meredith and Lisa called Mary like and was actually saying that they think they're like scared of Jen. do we believe I don't that? think it,
0: I don't think it was like a like a a la two thousand three like all three of us on the phone call, sort of like situation yeah, yeah, yeah. i just i think I think what happened was like yeah. she talked to them separately and like. Meredith said something like, I get nervous around Jen when X, Y, and Z happens. Mm-hmm. And then Lisa said something of a similar fashion, maybe talking about that dinner, that yeah. or that lunch they had with Walter. And um, I think that Mary just like, isn't good at the show. So she was just like, she just told Whitney, she was like, yeah, they both kind of said this. Like, I mm-hmm. think it just is a tele- game of telephone that yeah. kind of turned around.
2: But I don't think anyone's wrong in it. No, no, no. They're all telling their version of the truth. Yeah,
0: I agree.
2: Right. And I don't think any of them are lying about it.
0: What I, what I think was a bigger deal than that was, I can't believe Whitney said to Meredith, what Jen was saying about the marriage. That was crazy. I was expecting the other part to come out, but I was not expecting that to happen. That was wild.
1: It was not the right time. I do think that Whitney should have told Meredith in general, do I think that it should have happened in that moment? Absolutely not.
2: (laughs) But also I thought the whole point of Whitney talking to Jen was to be like, Hey, I don't approve of how you're treating Mary. Not. Yes. This is what these other people are saying. I thought the whole point was to be like, listen, you're not being nice to her. I know you're upset with her. Can we find a way to like not ostracize her? Yeah. That's what I thought it was going to get to until it, kind of went south. Didn't. Because yeah. Heather totally thought it was about Meredith and Lisa. But the way that Whitney sold it to us when she was talking to Sarah and when she was talking to the camera mm-hmm. was like yo.
1: I'm being a had... bad friend to right. Yeah I'm being Mary. a bad friend to Mary.
0: Um, wait so next week though we're getting this uh, con- confrontation with the producers where she throws water on the cameras and like it's like I'm really excited for it.
2: Me too. I think so based on how they've spoken to not the media, but like to all of us and in in social media, I feel like for whatever reason, Lisa and Jen have gotten quite close and um, Whitney and Heather are close and maybe I don't and Whitney and Jen do not like each other.
0: Yeah, I because Whitney posted that. Re- Remember that shady thing she posted the other Yeah, about
1: week? her home. Cause Jen's like moving and Jen posted a picture of like herself, like on ice with furniture around her, but there was like no building. She was just like on the ice. And Whitney was like, um, like she's finally found a home or something, <laughs> something well, shady like the, that.
2: Yeah. The Shaw Chalet is not her home. Right. Yeah. she rented it for filming and it's really obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it doesn't even look lived in.
1: That's nope. how I feel about Meredith though too. But she doesn't look lived in. <laughs> okay. you are right. I mean, you're definitely right. Like she, you know,
2: like it seems like her aesthetic is a little bit more like Kanye West, Kim Kardashian, um, nothing, like nothing, right? Kind of. Oh. Whereas the others, I would expect a framed photo,
1: right? Yeah, like a family photo. But Meredith yeah, has nothing in her home, but. Yeah. Right, you're like what you're saying is but that... Meredith also just moved into that home yeah. recently. Right. right. So I want to give her a little grace
2: that.
1: <laughs> I, I love what Meredith. do we think about um the Valentine's Day celebration? Oh, that was so cute. Yes. Good for
2: Heather for getting over her husband though, because that does not seem like it was a
1: match made in heaven.
2: No.
0: That man looked like he has the case of Beetlejuice head.
1: No, I think he's <laughs> it, I think he is sick. Oh no. Really? I don't know. Sick? I don't know, but he. The the, the, the photo he, of
0: him and her when they're younger to then, like, he has a different He looks like he has a different head.
2: <laughs> I think he's lost a lot of weight. Like, I, a that's lot. Why I think he's, like, sick. Yeah.
1: I'm looking up right now. Keep going.
2: I hope he's not sick. Me, too. Yep. For their children's sake.
0: Let's not look up if he's sick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just think that. I just feel bad that she was um, pressured to marry so young and didn't really even get a chance to explore other relationships or know what she wanted. Right, right. She was like really. She was like she finds someone. I think that
1: there was a level of like um, royalty, like princess dreams. You know, it's like in her bubble of Mormonism. Like this is like this man is royalty, so she got to marry the prince. And then it just like wasn't that at all. Right. Yeah. But so It
2: sounds like she knew quite early on.
1: Yeah. yeah. She was saying like six months in or something, maybe even less. Like it was just not everything had like gone away. All but, the things that she thought she was going to be excited about actually made things worse.
0: Yeah. And I'm so proud of her.
1: Yeah. Me too. Love her. Love that. I love that her kids love her too. That makes me happy when they're all together and yeah, like they're, they're enjoying so each other.
2: Yeah, and yeah. they're not, like, I don't know any of their names. They all seem kind of interchangeable, which is, like, kind of what I want in house kids. Like, I don't want them to become... House, like kids. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <in> house kids. Sorry, <laughs> house
0: The children of the home. They all have, the, they all have their jobs.
2: <laughs> sounds like a house health. No, um, like, the housewives kids, because I don't like when they take on a form of their own until it's been, like, multiple seasons. Right. Where you kind of want to see them evolve a little bit, and only certain ones. like Like when you see Riley Riley. yes yes
1: Yes.
2: (laughs) like like, Riley as an adult is very it's um it's moving to see her you
1: remember her when she was so young yeah (laughs) yellow Heather yes the the house kids house kids kids, real house kids of Salt Lake City Brooks um would be on there but I wouldn't like him I don't (laughs)
3: I don't care for Brooks.
2: Yeah, he's just, I mean, it would have been good with one episode. Yeah. um, And maybe one episode later in the season, but a constant stream of Brooks marks. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's too
0: much. And Brooks is a haunted name on Bravo. Bravo.
2: I I don't view it that way. I know that the name should be, but he seems like such a different type. No, of I know, I know. You're and right. I do like the double Ks.
0: I do. I think Brooks Marks when he says that is iconic. Yeah, I do. I do, do want
2: to get a Brooks Marks tracksuit.
0: They're cute. They're cute. I just I wish mean, she had a couple more styles.
2: It's just one. <laughs> but it's like how iconic that <laughs> that he is nothing else.
1: Nothing. And I don't
2: think, yeah, And yeah. he sold out of all of them. <laughs> it's
1: insane.
0: um okay well this kind of wraps up our recaps we're gonna take a quick break one second and come back with one more short little segment about um reality tv if we think we should be good on it or not okay uh we'll be back in one second with mandy okay and we're back (sighs) (laughs) well mandy i just want to say um this has been such a nice little chat we've had today
2: yeah, you guys are so great.
0: You are, you're wonderful. It's so nice. I, I We said this at the top, but it's so nice getting to meet new friends via this format. And um, we would love to have you on again. And yes. please. And you guys are going to
2: be on my podcast yes. next, next week. Next week. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, at some point, I will be back in New York City because my brother and sister in law live there. Yep. I would love to see you I'll take the train up to Harlem or oh can please come do. all I the way it. to yes. Brooklyn.
0: Yes, I'd love that. I'd love to get out of Harlem, honestly, because yes, we've been yes. here for a You've year. You've been here a little yes. yeah. a year. Um, wait, so before we let you go, though, we wrap up on a fun little dialogue about whether we think each other would be good on reality television. And if so, um, where, what format, anything goes, any form of reality doesn't have to be Bravo. Um, okay. So we'll start with our read on you, and then uh, you we're going to wrap up with your thoughts on the two of us. Okay. Do okay. um, you want to start or me? Go for it. Okay. Um, I just think you're too smart for it. (laughs) (laughs) We spent so much time before recording talking and like Mandy is just like such a wonderful and has such a wonderful intellect. Like this, I like that you, you take a break from your intellectual life to like disengage from that life and watch this stuff. I don't think that it's, it's for, um, your intelligence.
2: (laughs) Although I do think you have to be very smart to be... I do. A, no, you're right. You're yeah. right.
0: I just like... I just... I want you to stay off of it.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's not... I don't like that much attention. No.
1: <laughs> yes, I think... Um, I agree. And I think that what you're doing right now is incredible for the world. So, like, let's stick with that because yeah. you're doing great Are you with the
0: podcast or her job?
1: Both. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> you're like a, your job job at the moment. Um, I just... I find that that is more of your trajectory. I mean, again, before we started recording, we were talking about all the things that are going on in the world and you are incredibly smart and like in a different way than um, Ashley is smart about being a good housewife. Drama, yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, you guys are too sweet. Um, I feel like you guys would be really good on reality TV, but not. I don't know about... Okay, do you remember the brother-sister duo that was on... Um, Below Deck. Yes. Season two. Yes,
0: yes. Kix is not Below Deck savvy, but um, I am. Oh, what's their names?
2: Oh, he had a female. Kelsey. Kelly. Kelsey.
0: Oh, Kelly. Yeah, Kelly.
2: Kelly and Amy, was Yes. It?
0: And they were estranged. And then they like, like the two of them weren't, remember, like they weren't as close because like a family member had passed and then they, the boat life they, had like, kind of bonded. brought them together. And then. So I,
2: I don't think he would be like that. No, no, no. <laughs> I know, like, no,
0: no, no. I'm just trying to like yeah. remind everyone. listening remind, of who they yeah, were. yeah. So
2: but they had some sort of like interesting chemistry because it was like a brother sister duo working together and i feel like that would be really interesting in a like if in some other life you guys were yaties to see both of you that would be fun it would
1: be really fun i think i could probably do it for like one first of all i i just want to preface this with i hate the ocean but i do i <laughs> just like phobia
0: of the ocean um
1: yes i can't like sit in it it's it's a lot but um i do think it would be fun to do it for like one season i'd have to um take some different medications but i think that
0: <laughs> or, up
3: them.
1: or up them if you will but yes i like we are very fun together and we do get along incredibly well clearly because we're still here um doing this podcast so i think that would be fun
0: yeah, we're waiting for an iconic blowout that makes this podcast just, like, like go off the charts. Like, yes. the two of us have a feud that, like, comes onto the pod.
1: And then we solve it, like, six months later, I think.
0: Yeah.
2: Careful what you wish for, though. No,
0: I know. I'm kidding. Yeah, that we, wouldn't happen. The thing is, when we fight, it's, like, immediately over. Like, it's not like a...
2: No, no, no. Just in general about the pod blowing up. Oh, oh, oh. oh! yes, right. yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. Not for all the wrong reasons. My friend um, was on a couple weeks ago, Evelyn Marley, and she has this podcast called Twisted Plot and we talk about it a bit on the podcast, but um, she had a producer from Vanderpump Rules um, or an editor on and the editor ended up Saying some things that got all picked up by Us Weekly, and it was like that big story about that editors being mean to Sheena. Yeah, that was like everywhere. And this is like her podcast, and she had only put out like a handful of episodes. Oh my god! Insane what happened because it was in the beginning of the pandemic. um, No one was going anywhere. Everyone was on Instagram and Twitter, and it was just insane. And then the producer got fired, and like. Yeah. And she just is like a normal, like us, right? <laughs> like no idea. And I had to like message her and I was like, you're the cover story on usweekly.com.
3: That's Yikes.
2: insane. And they say your name and she's like, oh my God.
3: Oh, yeah. that's so We finally wild. like
2: unpacked that on my podcast a couple of weeks ago Um, after all this time passed, but it was really tough in the beginning if you're not used to like that level of attention. Right, mm-hmm.
0: right, right. No, I, I welcome a scandal here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think you can get one. I think I, you can um, get
0: fingers one. Fingers crossed. Fingers
1: crossed. <laughs>
0: um, okay, well, Mandy, uh, can you just plug your pod, Is This Real Life, to all everyone listening and uh, your Instagram and all that stuff?
2: Yeah, so it's called Is This Real Life with Mandy Slutsker, and I talk just about Bravo shows, primarily housewives. Um And you can find me on Instagram at ITRL underscore podcast. That stands for is this real life underscore podcast. Um, My, I also am on Twitter, but my personal Twitter is the one that is quite hectic. um, And it's at Mandy Slutsker. Um, I tweet about an array of things, from housewives to infectious disease to politics <laughs> to DC getting statehood <laughs> to the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs>
0: oh my god! So,
2: um, yeah, it is you wild ride. <laughs> my Twitter <laughs> is a wild art and. Claim to fame, the um, incoming chief of staff for Joe Biden follows me. What? Work. Wow. Ebola czar. And we would like DM about Ebola.
0: Oh my God. (laughs)
2: Yes. Yes. Ebola bringing families together. (laughs) So, of course, like as soon as he gets like this blow up where he's going to be the chief of staff, I like send him a DM, like never going to hear from him again. Yeah, no. (laughs) no. Get him on the pod now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. But I always, every time I tweet about housewives, I'm just like, is Ron clean? reading
1: this maybe 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 he's like a secret housewife he still follows me yeah there you go yes
0: oh that's awesome yeah so follow mandy in all those spots uh her pod is wonderful and um you can follow me at the tom hamlet you can follow kicks at me kicks
1: hamlet that's c-i-x
0: and uh the podcast is dumpster dive pod and rate review subscribe all that good stuff rate review subscribe is this real life as well she deserves those ratings too
1: and on yeah. today's episode we're going to end with a final um, oh, oh my god phrase.
0: <laughs> Man- so Manny listened to our trailer and she loved the phrase that we used to end on this phrase and we stopped it just because it was because like-
1: i kept fucking it up i just
0: felt like it lost its <laughs> um so we're really talking it up okay yeah, yeah, yeah. Ready? okay they go low and we go
1: lower honey oh,
0: bye <laughs> okay bye guys <laughs>
3: Peace. <laughs>